than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Hello, and welcome to Here's Johnny's Our Reviews, and a summer of super continues with my look at Superman for the quest for peace, the movie that killed the Superman franchise for almost 20 years. Not on the big screen anyway, as we had Smallville, uh, Lawson Clark, and of course Superboy on the TV. How did the franchise get so low so fast in less than 10 years? My god. I mean, in Super 178, you believed a man could fly. In this, I believe a man could sit behind green screen and be pissed poorly animated onto it. Uh, the movie script was so bad, Christopher Reeve only agreed to come back if A, he could rewrite it, and B, he could get his pet project made, that being Street Smart, which nobody saw. With the penny pinching Salkins gone, the movie rights were held over to Canon Pictures. The studio brought us Masters of the Universe and the Dead Wish movies, not to mention a boatload of Chuck Norris <coughs> classics. So we know you're a deep shit here. Things look promising, however. Most of the original cast came back, the budget was a healthy 50 million, and the bad blood was gone as Richard Lester was nowhere to be seen. What could go wrong, I ask? Reality, that's what. Canon Films, being Canon Films, used some of the budget to pre-produce Spider-Man, which was putting out the following year, and other projects, including He-Man Masters of the Universe. So the budget was slashed to 37 million, and then again to 17, because of Canon being Canon, and it's been a passy scheme to take money from other movies to start up other projects. Anyway, Canon wanted Richard Donner back, but he was busy with Lethal Weapon. They wanted Wes Craven, but he didn't go on with Christopher Reeves, so it was handed to Albert Pune. But he was fired and took Captain America with him. 1990 Captain America, that is, check my archives, I've done it recently. So it was handed to Sidney Fury, who's most famous for The Entity, the 1982 paranormal horror about a demon or poltergeist raping a woman constantly. Yeah, that's a great kids movie right there. So it was set with a budget hacked up, most original cast back and a written script. It was all set to be filmed in Milton Keynes. So here it is. Superman IV Quest for Peace Starring Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, John Cryer, Muriel Hemingway, Mark Pillow and Margot Kitter at the plot. Superman gets a letter from a schoolboy asking why he can't stop nuclear war. So he takes it upon himself to rid the world of all its nukes. However, Lex Luthor has other plans and with a strand of Superman's hair, he makes Nuclear Man to take on Superman once and for all. And before I dive into this, I'll quickly go over the deleted scenes, the ones with Bizarro on them. It seems Lex uses some chemicals, a tanning booth and a computer to make his own Superman. Just a bit he's an idiot, although having all Superman's powers, they're all wrong. Superman easily defeats him by throwing him into electrical power lines and I kid you not, Lex Luthor Luther even, uh, Luther even, Luther, Lex Luther hoovers up 
with a dustbuster to try again with Nuclear Man. And how much money was wasted with these scenes, the sets, the costumes, the effects, etc, etc. Why cut this? Simple answer. They wanted to have Superman 5 out the next year. Because apparently this movie was hacked up to shit over 70 minutes, I believe. Footage was cut. I mean, come on to fuck cannon. You can barely make one movie, and you're making two movies. I mean, Jesus, jinkies. Anyway, the other reason why this, this thing was cut is because the sound effects... And the music news for Bizarro is childlike, and it is really annoying. However, this could have injected a much-needed fun into this dire movie. Anyway, on with the show, the new format, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good being anything I find is great or entertaining about said movie. The bad is anything I find stupid or awful about said movie. And the ugly is anything I find in bad taste or is just plain ugly. So let's dive into Superman 4, and my god, this is going to be painful. First up, we have a good, and my god, these goods are stretched. I only have six or so. First up, we have, this is the shortest Superman coming in at a lean 90 minutes. My god, I mean, if you take away the titles and the end credits, that takes about 12 minutes off, so, hmm, you do the math. My first bad, and there's many of these. These super cheap opening titles, I swear to god it was one star split away from being a 90s video editing a montage, I mean for feck's sake, they were swiping in from the left, swiping in from the right, swooping up, and it's like for feck's sake, cheesy much, my god. Another, uh, sorry, my first ugly, the opening space rescue was like cutscenes from the all of twice, from 1964, I believe, 65, and I forget one was out, I mean, Jesus Christ, a Bond uh, from the 60s, and the effects look that bad. Jesus. Another good Lex Luthor, once again put by Gene Hackman, is back after the lackluster copycat Webster from Superman 3. And my god, does Gene Hackman ham up and chew the scenery? He just loves this whole swirly eye bad guy sort of stuff. I mean, he doesn't give a cat to sit stroke. Jesus, jinkies. Another bad Superman, once again put by Christopher Reeves. Reeve, rather, new Superman suit makes him look fat. I think I see Terry Cloth looking red pants. They're fucking huge. It makes him look fat. I mean, the whole thing about he didn't work out for this movie is absolute bullshit. He did actually work out, but it's the suit was doing him no bloody favours. Another ugly, the getaway car Lenny Luthor, played by John Cryer of Two and a Half Men and Pretty in Pink. Newsies is ugly and it is just plain stupid. Plus, that getaway plan is ridiculous. Also, that Valley Boy acting is super bloody annoying. Another good. This is the first time in Reeves' run of Superman he changes his suit in a phone box. I told you these were stretched. <laughs> I mean, think about it, we are four movies in and he hasn't done the iconic changing in a phone booth yet. Until now. Hmm. Another bad. Clark Kent returns to his mother's farmhouse to retrieve a green crystal from his spaceship which he landed in on Earth then. Yet, isn't that the same power source he used to get his powers back in Superman 2? Why, yes it is! Therefore, negating Superman 2. Honest to God, this movie. Another ugly. The subway driver has a heart attack and all but dies, sending the train to high speeds, almost crashing. But all man can do is give a PSA about how safe the subway travel is. And my God, he actually blocks the EMT's path and sits and gives this huge fucking speech about how safe the subway systems are. Yeah mate, the guy's dying. <laughs> this movie's terrible. 
on to another good Perry White, once again played by Jackie Cooper. Tries in vain to stand up to the stand up for the paper rather against the Warfields who want to turn into a skeezy, sleazy newspaper. Tabloid newspaper at that. Ah bad. A love was slain, once again played by Margot Kitter. Introduction on a clearly a British subway train, not an American one, but a British one. Jesus Christ, you cannot go get that one right. Hmm. Another ugly, the same Superman flying straight at the camera is used again and again, even in space. That has a flapping cape for crying out loud. The same shot is used multiple, even with you got one, the same shot is used multiple times, for Christ's sake. Cheap. Plus, you can see the wires. In most cases, such as when Superman is in space fighting Nuclear Man, you can see the wires as he's pirouetting into the road. For God's sake, it's ridiculous. God. Another good, and this is a very, very, very stretched good. Jimmy Olsen, once again played by Mark McClure, is Berlinus after he found out in Supergirl, a movie which I've covered, check my archives. He was a bit of a skis. I mean, he's what, 24, hitting on a 16 year old? Yeah, that's slightly icky there, so thank God he's Berlin this movie. Another bad, Lacey Warfield, played by Mario Hemingway of Manhattan, personal best, and a fuck ton of B movies. Uh, wants to turn the Daily Planet into a skeezy tabloid newspaper with page freestyle girls on the front cover. An ugly. The introduction of David Warfield, played by Sam Wanamaker. Is Cannon's not so subtle swipe at how cheap the Salkins were? Yes, pot meets kettle and you're both black. I mean, how can Cannon, the super cheap bloody production company, have a go at the Salkins? I mean, Jesus jinkies, that is just. Mm. Another bad, the premise, sorry, another good, rather, sorry, another good, the premise of the movie, i.e. nuclear war, it's good, but the execution was piss poor, i.e. the movie itself, torches were stretched, a bad, Superman's hair, which can hold up to over £1,000 in weight, is easily cut with bolt cutters, mm. and you would say that, a whole head of human hair can hold up to 12 tonnes. But really, this one strand of hair can be cut with bolt cutters? Okay, and how the hell did they get genetic material from one strand of hair? Unless it ripped out from the roots, there is no genetic material in hair. Unless I'm completely wrong, which possibly I am. Another ugly Margot Kidder can barely get her lines out without slurring, and she looks rough. My god, she looks like absolute shit. And she was downing vodka and snorting coke on set, so there you go. And my final good, Perry White buys the Daily Planet back from the warfields. I don't know why, but happy endings are all around. Hmm. On to my bads, and there's hundreds of these bloody things, including the uglies. Hmm. A one letter from a school kid at Jeremy, played by Damien McLawhorn, and Moan rids the world of all its nukes. Another ugly. Lacey Warfield throws herself at Clark Kent. Is this how men of the 80s thought women bosses were going to do throw ourselves at all the handsome men in the office. Okay then. Another bad. The Warfolds pull a J. Jomer Jameson on Superman and smear him, telling that Superman told the kid to piss off when he refused to rid the world of the nuclear bombs. And it wasn't true because he's not allowed to interfere with blah 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 blah. Another ugly. The flying effects are beyond cheap. I swear to god in some cases you can actually see the rigs and the cameramen behind the place and hold up the actors and such. I mean, kind of kill it. Terrible. 
I need carry on the grip trailer. Mm. Another bad. Someone flies to the forces of Solo to, to ask for permission to help Earth. And I thought it was destruction man too, but moving on. And the elders tell him to flee to another world. The same elders that doomed Krypton. Yes, well done, the writers there. Mm. Ugly. Superman catches all the world's nukes in a gigantic net. What in the actual fuck? Where the hell would you get this gigantic metal net? I mean, I suppose it's his plastic cellophane Super S then. One of these mysterious powers made up for the bloody movies for fixing. Another bad, Clark walks himself and Lois off his roof to show her he is Superman. Then after flying around, he wipes her mind. And how many times has he wiped her mind? I mean, she goes on about how she feels like she's been jet-lagged, forgetting stuff here and everywhere. How many times has he wiped her mind for crying out loud? About 50 times. Isn't that rape of some sort? Another ugly, Lexi's penthouse. I mean, what the hell is it? Looks like bloody liver actually threw up in it. So I guess it's better than living in a sewer or an underground subway. Yay! God, that's hideous. That outfit. I mean, the, the whole place is hideous. You're getting Nintendo systems and TVs and weird Moss model people, and you've got um, models dressed as as um, what the hell's her name? The Madame de Pompadour for crying out loud! The hell is all about? Moving on. To another bad Superman lets Lois go in midair and she flies, not false, not glide, she's flying for a good 30 to 40 seconds. Now that's even worse than the behind the uh, the cuts and trailer because she flies for a good two minutes. She's not falling, she's not gliding, she's flying. Okay then. On to another ugly. Lex uses skin cells from Superman's hair plus quote genetic supplies. Plus gold fabric and a pinch of Bizarro's ashes to make nuclear man and just what exactly his genetic supplies. Mm-hmm. On to another bad. Lois tells Superman she remembers everything from the first Super Forget Me kiss. Therefore negating Superman too. So why kiss her again then if it doesn't bloody well work? I swear to god the logic in this movie is... Ugh. Another ugly. Nuclear man played by Mark Pillow, his suit is ugly. Mind you what you expect from a male stripper. I don't know if he didn't actually design the costume, but come on, still, that costume is ugly. And that hair, my god, the hair. Fabulous, his hair back. Another bad. Superman throws all the world's nooks into the sun. That would cause one hell of a solar wind. Possibly taking out the Earth, if not the first fucking planet in the solar system, for crying out loud. I mean, you tried to say to me over what, 10,000 nukes thrown into the sun at one time wouldn't cause a bloody, some sort of disaster. Right then. Another ugly. Should a nuclear man be radioactive to all humans, therefore Lex and Lacey are fucked. If he's born from the sun, born from nuclear weapons, wouldn't he be radioactive? Hmm. Another bad. The world has fired all its nukes into space, yet Lex finds arms dealers with nuclear weapons. How? Spot Jim Broadbent as the French arms dealer and William Hockton, I guess that's his name, as the American arms dealer, aka Lieutenant Eckard from Batman 89, coming soon. Another ugly. The bitch fight between Superman and Nuclear Man. I just can't do that one. It's a bitch fight and a scratch. I mean, another bad. Nuclear Man's birth in space is very 2001 A Space Odyssey. The effects are similar also. The whole floating fetus thing. Hmm, get in. 
and ugly. Superman fixes the Great Wall of China just by staring at it, and no, that's not a comic power it's made up for this movie, because they're too cheap to do the bloody set correctly, so they just fast-forwarded it, I guess, and fixed it again. Let's see what this movie is. Awful. A bad. And the slapstick Jim workout between Lacey and Kent. I thought the slapstick thing was done with Superman 3, but no, apparently not. It's back in this. Another ugly. The Statue of Liberty looks cheap, and I thought the one in Ghostbusters 2, coming soon, looked bad. I was wrong. This thing looks like a bloody styrofoam, for crying out loud, it is bad. Another bad. Nuclear Man's bad lip-syncing to Gene Hackman's voice. Like I says, was this the genetic supply they were talking about? He actually put some splooge in that and sent it into space. Okay then. And apparently, Mark Pill didn't realise he was overdubbed. Right today, because apparently they just didn't want a Yorkshire accent for the super villain, so they got Gene Hanks to do it. Shouldn't it have been Christopher Reeve actually? I mean, if it's supposed to be Christopher or whatever. Moving on, I mean, this fucking movie's terrible. Another ugly, the sneak attack from Nuclear to Superman with his press on nails. I swear to god, it's like a meow, I scratchy, ooh, and he's now. Was it radioactive poisoned or something like that? Which makes no sense because Superman gets his power from this, oh, whatever. This movie is awful. Another bad. Nuclear man. Powers down in the shade. Really? A solar powered fucking super villain. I just can't this movie. I just. No. I'm just. No, this is. Oh my god, this movie. Another ugly. The aged Clark Kent looks piss poor. He's dying of radiation poisoning after one little scratch. Really? I mean, wouldn't you have to have kryptonite in this thing also? Not just a pinch of. Ashes and a dash of this and a splash of this and a bit oh what the fuck ever. Another bad, the slapstick double date with Lacey and Clark, Lois and Superman, and I thought this all died with Superman 3 and should have died with Superman 3. This thing drags, I mean for feck's sake, the stupid stuff for getting stuck in a lift or stuck in the what the hell it was and the dinner burning and blah 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 what the fuck? Another ugly the moon fight between Superman and Nuclear Man, during which Mark Pibble broke his foot and tried to claim against the canned films, but was told get to fuck. And indeed, uh, this is just terrible. I mean, that fight looks ridiculous also, as if he's been swung around with his bloody cape, which should have been done. The fight is slow, boring and ridiculous. Another bad. One scratch from the drag queen fingernails and Superman is down and out. If he gets a power from the sun, this makes no fucking sense because if Nuclear was born in the sun, therefore he should have had super strength give to Superman because of the whatever. And my final ugly, Superman dumps Nuclear Man into a nuclear power plant to be drained, therefore killing him. And this is now three of the four villains he has outright killed. He killed Ursa, he killed Zod, he killed the computer lady, and he did the computer, and he has killed Nuclear Man. So why the hell did Henry Cavill get so much shit for snapping Zod's neck? And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight more bad, so hold on to your pantyhose. This one's gonna be a doozy. When I'm in a Superman uses his heat vision to cut the top off a mountain to plug up a volcano with no thought to climbers and most importantly the culture of why that mountain was there in the first place or rather the culture from the mountain. Uh, also wouldn't the lava pour out someone else? Moving on. Another bad. 
Nuclear Man sees one picture of Lacey, and boom, he's in love. Another bad, the second fight between Superman and Nuclear Man. Superman just stands there as Nuclear Man blows up all the fucking street and blows shit to back. All this, no, you can't, the people! Oh my god, that line was terrible. Another bad, Superman tricks Nuclear Man into a elevator or lift with ease and depowers him. Wait, what? Then dumps him on the moon so someone gets his power. Oh, God almighty. Another bad nuclear man takes Lacey into space and she can breathe. And I'm not talking about just above the atmosphere. No, 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 no. She's half between the moon and the earth and she can fucking breathe. I mean, oh, this movie. Also, it gets worse. In the, the cutscenes. Superman takes up little Jeremy into space to show him it's all one Earth, there's no boundaries or borders, and yet he is still in space, well above the... Oh, what the fuck ever. Another bad, and possibly the ultimate bad, Superman moves the moon in front of the sun, causing God knows many nuclear disa natural disasters as he depowers nuclear man. Really? You move this thing with the tidal waves and the tsunamis and God knows what will happen when he moves the fucking moon? God, two more bads, and I'm finished with this movie. Superman dumps Lenny into a Catholic all-boys school. Yeah, he's about 25. No jail time for him, just Catholic school. I wonder what's worse, jail time or Catholic? He's going to get a bugger anyway, so... And my final bad, Lex is dumped in jail for 20 years hard labour. In fact, there's a line that says, see you in 20, Lex. And ironically, that was actually true. So let's put this turkey out of his bloody... Misery. So that was Superman 4, and I thought Superman 3 was bad. The effects are beyond cheap, the outfits are ugly, the acting is piss poor, the script is acidine, the acting, sorry, the editing is piss poor and over a bloody shot. The super fight is laughable, plus Nuclear Man is beyond dumb. A super villain that only works in direct sunlight? Come on, really? Oh, God. The thought of no nuclear threat is good, but in reality, humans are hateful tribal people and we will never stop fighting each other. Still, I guess on its premise of a nuclear-free world, I will give this thing a very generous 1 out of 10. Canon films nailed the coffin shut with this, not even a Richard Burton, Nicolas Cage or even Kevin Smith could bring back Superman to the big screen. And I'm going to touch steel almost 20 years later, and Brian Singer brings back the Man of Steel, but more on him next week, and speaking of which, come back through September for the rest of the franchise. October is House Meet, look at the House Movies. November is No Scared November, look at the Scary Movie Movies. December is Festive Fear 2, which is look at Child's Play, Krampus, etc, etc. So don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, or Email me, move suggestions to here's Jonas Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other superhero podcasts of Iron Man, Captain America, and Blade. Also, check out my solo podcasts for superheroes, such as Batman Returns, Before Vendetta, Catwoman, and many more. A bye bye. Now I'm off to claw my eyes out with these bloody press on nails. Tatty bye. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's 
Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way.